0: The thing we're discussing was uh, the Mishnah said, said that his wife didn't leave his hands the entire time when the Romans came to the Beit HaMikdash destroyed Yerushalayim Jerusalem until they left. Meaning she wasn't taman They told him, we don't believe you when it comes to your wife. Meaning you can't testify for your wife. And the Gemara said, even with all that, he didn't divorce his wife. He, ha- he let her have a, sp- a house in the courtyard. And there was always the boys over there with, uh, with them. And therefore, there was no issue with Yehud and with that we are starting kavza'in amud two lines from the bottom third word in where it says bae Ba'ay. so bae abaye abaya the question maula ken what's Alcha? Could you do that with the grusha have the children there make sure there was no yehud have them live in the same neighborhood you could say over there they were lenient with uh, with that situation because she, there was a whole captivity situation of by divorce law. No, maybe there was no leniency or deal or maybe it is no issue with the and therefore there's no problem. A person who divorces wife, she cannot get married to someone else and live in the same neighborhood. Why? Because they're always going to be passing by, seeing each other, and that's how problems start. And if the person who divorced his wife was a Kohen, she can't even live with him in the same uh, block, uh, even on the same neighborhood, in the same alleyway. And uh, Tosford explains this is only if she's not married to someone else. But if she was married to someone else, then the Kohen would be careful and therefore they could live in the same uh, neighborhood because he knows not to go back with a Grusha. And the Gemara continues, Imhaya Kefar Katani, if it was a small village, Zehayama said, this is the story of Amru Hakamim Sar, Kefar Katani Don Kishkuna, a small village is like a neighborhood, and the Kohen can't be there with his divorcee. And again, this is a small village, a medium sized village is okay according to Swot. So now, they can't live in the same neighborhood, they can't live in the same village. Who gets uh, moved away from the other? Meaning, does the man have to leave the neighborhood, or does the woman? Who has to leave the town? She has to move away, and not him. But if it was her courtyard, she owned the property. He has to move away. And Ibaya the Huddh game ask a question. if the yard belonged to both the Mahu or the Halacha, who has to move? Tashema? So we learned in the he need mipanaf. She has to move away because of him. Bemaya asking, what are we talking about? Ilema Behatsehelo if it's his yard, Pshita, of course she has to move. Well, if it's her yard, Vatanya, but then we learned Imai shelah. if it's her yard, who need Hemipana, he he has to move because of her. You have to say, we're talking about a situation. We're talking about a situation just like this where it belongs to both of them. Well, the Gemma says, Maybe they're both renting, and therefore we still have this question who has to move? So the Gemma finally asks, Bottom line, what's the halacha Tashem. So we have another The Pasuk says, This is one of the prophecies about the korban Hashem is going to make us move around like the way a man moves around. You, you understand from this Pasuk, for a man moving around is much harder than a woman. And therefore, the woman has to leave and the man stays. We learned that if a Kohen borrowed money from his wife, Via this money belonged to her father. She brought it into the marriage. And then the Kohen divorced his wife. Now that's where she's bringing it there. We're talking about Kohen. When she gets her money back, it has to be done through a shaliach. The lady has to send the shaliach to go pick up the money and it can't be any interaction. And if they do come to us to be teen meaning they're arguing about something, We don't even discuss uh, the halacha with them. We put them in a harem because they have any sort of connection. We also give them makot. And Nachman, Tana Rabati, we learned in Evil Rabati, which is Masakit's Makot. It was like these small uh brightot sort of Mishnayot. Uh, you could find it I think in the back of like uh or something like that. But Amurim. What are we talking about? Where they're not allowed to have any sort of connection when it comes to picking up the money that he she lent him. That's if they got divorced after they were married. But if they got divorced after just being engaged, she can go pick up the money herself. Why? Because they don't have that deep connection or they don't have that easiness between one another. And we don't have to worry about alvera. And the Gemara brings a story. There was an engaged couple that got divorced that to the Kamidarabat, they came in front in front of Rabat Baitin, Yati Rabadabar Matna Kameh Rabadab al Matnah was in front of Rabbah. Okay, Rabba Silhabin Tayu. Rabbah put a messenger in between them. They shouldn't claim things one next to the other. He didn't want them speaking to each other. And Ahmadir Rabadabar Matna Rab Adabar Matna told Rabah, Marav Nahm, Tanab Evil Rabati. Didn't we learn Evil Rabati? That if she, they, they got divorced after just being engaged, she can go pick up the money herself, meaning we're not so worried. I see they're a little bit uh, too easy going with each other and uh, you know they they understand each other's signals and signs. Therefore, I'm putting a shaliach between them. Ika Some say lo oker okay, Rabah Some say the story went that Rabah didn't put a shaliach between them, let them talk one to another. And Amar told Rabah, "Nikum You should put a shaliach between them." And Amar Le'an told Rabah da Rav Tana Rabati. Didn't we learn from Rav Nachman in Masechet Smahot that if she, they got divorced after only being engaged, she could go pick up the money herself?" And Amar le Ravada bar Matna told Rabbah that that's when they're not so easy going one with the other. But this couple, I see that they're very easy going with each other, so we have to be careful. So we see that a divorced couple, there has to be a very big separation between them. They cannot get anywhere near them. This is one of those warnings that they give after a get is given. Do you not allow to have any more Yehud with each other? Otherwise, it could theoretically um, make them need another get. Next, Mishnah. The following, we believe them to testify when they're g'dolim on something that they saw when they're ketanim. Now, usually... We don't allow that, but in certain situations we do allow that. For example, eman Adam Lomar Zekta A person is believed to say this is my father's signature, Rabbi, and this is my rabbi's signature, and this is my brother's signature. Another situation is zahuraiti Biflonit. I remember this girl, Shi'atsabihinumaviro I remember this girl when she went to her wedding, there was a canopy of Hadasim, the way they do for Betulot. And I remember she wasn't covering her hair, she was a Betulah. And uh, she deserves betulah money if she gets divorced. I remember this kid in school when he, they they took him out early. He, he had to leave a couple of minutes early uh, class so he could go to the mikveh. And when he ate lunch with us, he ate teruma. Also, if he's a kohen, I remember he was a kohen with us. He used to go with us to the goren and where they crushed the wheat, and he used to get teruma with us. Also, I know this place is a bit paras. There used to be a dead body over here, and they, they, they plowed it, and it's all over the place into small pieces. And up until this point, we used to come on Shabbat, meaning this is where the Tchum Shabbat is. We don't cross it. There's a 2,000 amot out of the city. This was the line. All these things a person can say when he was a gadol, he remembers when he was a katan. But no one lomar. That this person used to be able to go through this pathway, meaning this property is his, or to say um misped Hayali Ploni This person died. I remember when we were coming out of the cemetery, they, uh, they they stood over here, sat and sat and stood, sat and stood seven times. I remember was this area, so we know this person died. In those two cases, he is not believed because we don't take out money based on his word. Meaning, to clarify a story, okay. But when it comes to be the the, the testimony that makes it or break it, when it comes to money, that's, no, we don't hold of that. So now the Gemara explains. In all these cases, there has to be a Gadol who was with him at the time when he was a zakatan testifying at the same time. So one plus, we'll call him a half, we'll, we'll, we'll let that slide. And you have to tell us all these cases. Why? If you would only tell me the father, you could say the, the kid is next to his father. The father signs his homework. The father signs uh, the report cards. So therefore, he knows what his father's signature. But maybe the, the rabbi's signature. Maybe he doesn't know uh, the, the rabbi's signature. If you only told me the rabbi, because he has a fear of his rabbi, meaning he wants to know how his rabbi signs so he could have the same writing, or he knows his rabbi's handwriting, so okay, but the father, maybe he doesn't pay attention to the way his father writes because he doesn't go to school and his father doesn't uh, teach him how to write if you would have told me the father and the rabbi I would have said Aviv the I would have said the father is always next to the father the rabbi the eat, he's scared of the rabbi brother, he doesn't have law. he's not always with him and he's not scared of the brother maybe you can't trust him to testify on his brother's signature that's why he has and since verifying Shtaro document is only the Dirabanan because really, Medeorita, once a person is signed, that's it, too late. But Hachim always worried that uh, maybe this is a forgery, therefore, yet you need verification. So now, since it's only Dirabanan, Himur Rabbanan made him believable when it comes to something that's Dirabanan. Next, I remember this uh, girl's wedding. She wasn't covering her hair. That means she was a betula and she went out with the hinuma. Why do we believe him that way? Because Because the majority of women who get married, I get married when they're betulot. So it's just a clarification. It's not a testimony. Next, I remember this guy used to leave a little bit early school. He would go to McVeigh and then come and eat his special uh, sandwich, which was Teruma. But maybe he's a slave of a Kohen. Maybe he's not a Kohen, and he's allowed to eat Teruma because he's a slave of a Kohen. Tegmar so says no. This helps Rabbi Yosher Ben Levi. The Amar Rabbi Yosher Ben Levi asura de Adam shilemei the Tavdut Torah. A person is not allowed to teach his Torah, and therefore you can't pay tuition for him to go to school. So you fish it. So that kid for sure was not ayved. Tegmar says Velo, Really, you not know, teaching ayved Torah. But atanya lava rabo. If the master borrowed money from an ayved, osha asa or a apotropus, or the master made him a uh, trustee to uh, manage his uh, assets, or, or if the avid prant filin in front of his master, or if the avid prant in front of his master, or if the avid gana aliyah, uh, and he read in shul three psukim, Hareze lo yatzale harut, he didn't go out uh, free. Now, bottom line is, look at that, he read three psukim in the Torah, he gana aliyah, he prant filin, obviously the guy knows a little bit of uh, Torah, and obviously he was taught Torah, the Quran says, no. But there, he learned on his own. His, his master didn't teach it to him. And we're talking about the in Hagbanim. Here, we're talking about shooting him like a child. Remember, he's paying tuition, sending him to school. That you're not allowed to do with an Ayyavid. So, that's how we know it wasn't an Ayyavid, it was a real Kohen. Next, the lechol bitruma. That kid had to leave uh, class a few minutes early to go to the mikveh dip and eat his uh, tiruma sandwich. What are we talking about? Bitruma drabanan. Fruits, vegetables, but not real grains. Meaning that uh, the gadol, who used to be a child, is only believed that uh, that this kid used to eat tiruma, but he's only believed uh, in regards to tiruma banana, not tiruma the oraita and he used to come with us, I'm a Kohen, and I remember when we were kids, he used to come with us to the wheat crushing place, and he used to uh, get with, to Ruma with us. And the Gemara asked the same question, who maybe he was the slave of a Kohen, and that's why. So the Gemara explains that Tanan Keman Amar, our Mishnas like Rbi Huda who said in Chulkin, we don't give teruma to a slave unless his master is there with him. Why? Because people might think he is a Kohen. We learned. If a woman and, let's say, her maidservant, they both gave birth and they mixed up the kids, we don't know who's the slave, we don't know who's the real Kohen kid. We don't give teruma to that child, meaning either child. Unless the, the master is with him, according to you that it means someone has to come with him. Rabbi Rabbi says Tenuli If I'm really uh, the Kohen kid, then give him because of me. and if I'm the uh, slave of a of a Kohen, my mother is the maid servant, Tenuli Rabbi, then give me because of my master. Be the way I deserve it. And the Gemara explains, mitruma The difference is, and they're not really arguing that in the area of Rabbi Yehuda, that if someone would be eating teruma, they would say, "Oh, you're a real kohen." mitruma mit In the Rabbi Yossi's place, if they saw someone eating teruma, that doesn't necessarily make him a kohen. You'd still have to bring him more proof. And Tanya, Rabbi La'Azar I never testified in Betin, but One time I testified alpi, and they made an the kohen based on my word. I think, and it was a mistake. And the i asked going to how could you say they made him a Kohen? We know the famous the story, the behemoth of that Sadiq, Rabi bin husband bin Yair, in Akadosh Baruch Hu, mevita yadam, Baruch Hu doesn't let them make a mistake, meaning that Hamor didn't eat uh, food that they didn't take out Masrod on it. Sadiqim, Atsman, noqul sheken, Sadiqim themselves, like Rabi bin Azar, if you see, all the more so that Hashem is not going to make a mistake. So like Gemara explains, "Ela, what was the real story?" Rabbi Lazar was, was saying that they wanted to make an uh, a kohen, based on my words. Now, why is that? Because Hazah Be'atred Rabbi Yossi. He saw him in the area of Rabbi Yossi eating Terumah veazah las Then he went and testified in the place of Rabbi Ossi. I saw him eating teruma. Now, the area of Rabbi Yossi that was good enough. But then they explained to him, no, no, no. This was in Rabbi Yossi's area where eating teruma is not good enough. Next, we learned in the Mishnah v'shamakom azebet pras. We believe an adult to say that when he was a kid, he knew that this area was a bet prasu. My Tama, what's the reason we believe him? Because Bet Pras deraban, the whole concept is Rabbanan. So we're believing him on a De Rabbanan. De Amar, of Yudah Amar Adam, Bet Apras. a person could uh, blow the area in front of him in the Bet Pras and just walk, to just make sure that there's no pieces of bone the size of a barley, and just go. Amar, Bet he holds that once the area has been plowed, or there's a lot of people walking back and through, you don't have to blow anymore. What's the reason? Because it can't be that if there was a small uh, piece of uh, of a bone uh, the size of a barley grain that hasn't been crushed. And therefore, uh, the whole thing is drabanan. And we believe this person testified something that happened when he was a kid on a drabanan. Next, <laughs> this was the line for the Tchum on Shabbat, that we wouldn't walk past here. So we would walk Shabbat afternoon, we play in the field, and this is as far as we would go. Why? Because Kasabat the Rabbanan, we hold over here that is the Rabbanan, we hold that it's the so we believe him on the Rabbanan. Now, but we don't believe him. We learned in Mishnah that we don't believe this person to say when he was a kid, that this person was able to walk through this area, meaning this is his property. And also, that this person passed away, we buried him, and when we came back, we did the whole sitting down, standing up situation out of the cemetery over here. We don't believe them. Ma'atan. What's the reason? Because pakinan. We don't take money out of someone based on a testimony of a child. And Tanu A child is or a child after he became an adult is believed to say that my father told me when I was a kid that this family is tahor, that family is tameh. So the Gemara says teorah to mea well, I mean, what's, what's the shaykhut of uh, Tumantara when it comes to families? Ela, rather, Mishpahazo zo keshera zo pesula. This uh, family is kosher Kuna, and that family is pasul tekuna. And the Ridba explains it's not really a testimony, rather it's more of like a call, meaning it, it, it's sort of like a situation where we know one of these families are no good or pasul, but we don't know which one. So this person come and say, I remember my father saying it, but this one's more of a clarification. Another thing, he's believed v'shaachalnu biktzatzah shelbat ploni liploni. We ate at the kitzatzah of this girl getting married to this guy. We'll we'll see what that means in a second. V'shayinu molichin challa o matanot kohen. I remember we used to give afashat Hala and matanot kohen this kohen al yedei meaning he himself was the one going to bring the matol k'unah, the afresh al-hala, al But not if his father sent uh, the k'unah by a messenger. Because maybe when there was a messenger, he was a kid and he wasn't paying attention exactly who and where the guy was going. But if he himself knew where he was going, he was the, one, he was the messenger, then we believe him. Khulan in all these cases, if he was an Ovedko kochabim and he converted being this adult who he's testifying on things that he was uh, when he was a katan but he was a goy at the time and now he's a jewish i have it finished to if he was a slave and he was freed and we don't believe them and he's not believed to say this person had a path over here this is his property or this person passed away and we did the whole sitting down standing up situation over here we do believe them and the Gemara asks, "What's he going on? If he's going on the whole or the the, the pathway thing, that we're taking money out of someone based on this kid or this this person's testimony?" I could do such thing? Ella Arisha. Rather, you have to say Rabbi Yochanan Ben was going on the first part where it says v'chulam imayal vikol chavim in the gayer If it was a if he was a goy and then he converted, or he was a slave who was freed. Neemani, we don't believe them on what they saw when they were a goy or when they were a slave. And Rabbi Yochanan Ben Beroka Olmer Neemani, we do believe them. They might come if what's the machloket between them? Tanakam asavar, Tanakam alz kevandu aved kochavim ulav adayek. Since when he was a kid, he was a goy, he wasn't paying attention to these things so closely. since this kid, he was thinking of becoming Jewish, then we can believe that he was paying attention. Now, my kitzatza, remember we said that he is believed to say, uh, this gadol, he is believed to say that we ate at the kitzatza of this family's wedding, or this couple's wedding. So what's the kitzatza? The tarun banan. What is a If one of the brothers in the family, he married a woman that was not proper to him. Meaning that family was something wrong with that family. Not on our level. The family comes and they bring a barrel full of fruits. And they end, and they break that barrel in the middle of the city of And they say, Israel, And they call out in the middle of the street, look. Uh, Our brother married this woman. It's not befitting for him. And we're scared that maybe his uh, family is going to mix with our family and everyone's going to say things about us. Come and take a siman. For future generations, that his family should not get mixed up with our family, meaning we're breaking them off from our family, and this is the proof. Everyone, I want you to see this broken barrel of fruits. And the reason they do fruits is because uh, little children are going to be there and they're going to they see free fruits. They're going to jump. It's like candy. So they're going to come and get it and uh, therefore they're going to remember why we got that free fruits. So, uh, to go get an apple, to go get a, a peach, a, a orange. It was very exciting. So they're going to remember why we got it. Oh, we got it because uh, this guy, uh, they were breaking this guy off from his family. And by the way, the Ritva brings the Rushalmi that uh, if the guy divorced his wife and he fixed the situation then they would do this Ktatsa again but this time call out the opposite. Another this guy back into the family and all this is they did it so the, the the families wouldn't get mixed up and this is called a, like a cutting off a breaking off from the family that a child when he becomes a gadol is believed uh, when he testifies on this and we'll stop right here